Thanks to Raycon Wireless Earbuds for supporting the morning stream. Raycon Earbuds started about half the price of any other premium wireless earbud on the market. For a limited time, get 20% off your order at buyraycon.com slash morning stream. Coming up on TMS, come out to Colorado and get a Woody. Down on all fours, brushing my teeth. We all wear plaid in Christmastown. Sometimes the ass fights back. Cross your horses and dot your carts. Can you draw this turtle-style plastic surgery? Non-permanent scrotal damage. Goatsy, what sound? Ooh, she's a big city something. Should I F his feelings? Tattoos in the news. Mad Mel, the maximum man. Baby shark. Oh, I was wondering if you're going to do the do-do-do-do. Paul Hollywood and Cars and not getting coffee sorry my wife walked in making things with bill major spoilers and more on this episode of the morning stream scientists were able to mimic nessie amun's voice by recreating his mouth and vocal cords with a 3d printer it allowed them to produce a single sound the morning stream circuits don't fail me now welcome everybody to the morning stream it is tms for monday november 23rd 2020 is still the year i'm scott johnson and i'm here with brian ebbett hi brian hello scott welcome back thanks dude six days away well six and a half we count the driving and uh it's great i had a great time yeah. Uh, chilled out, re- recharged. Uh, it's so funny though, because one of the things I like to do a lot when I'm out of town, or if I'm on "quote unquote" vacation, is I like to draw more, like not mm-hmm. less, but more. And so, a lot of people start seeing all this stuff thrown up on social media of art I'm doing, yeah. and they're saying, "Oh, I thought you were on vacation. Yeah, I thought you were on vacation. Yeah. What's this?" I'm like, <laughs> "It's not always work. Sometimes you do this for." You know, it's therapeutic. It's uh, cathartic. It's uh, you know, creative and whatever. You need something to do while uh, Kim is surfing the hotel television to see if they have the Hallmark <laughs> Channel. So you break out the procreate and Brian. I could tell you some that. stories about that. I really could. In fact, you know what? Let me wow. go ahead and tell you once. Yeah, tell me some stories about that. <laughs> She's in the other room, and we're getting ready to go get some uh, wood fire pizza, which I'll talk about in a second. I've never had before and now can speak to. And I talked a little bit to you guys on Film Sack, but I'm going to bring it up mm-hmm. here again. Yeah. So we're, we're, uh, I'm in the other room, just kind of getting ready, looking in the mirror. Uh, one other thing I want to say so we have a timeshare and we found the furthest one out in the middle of nowhere where nobody is. Uh, but they're all over the country. There's two in Vegas. And, you know, we always try to use these wherever we go. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I don't know why, but I think, I think these timeshares must mostly get like Asian tourists. Because okay. they are, on average, shorter than me oh, uh, by a sure. large amount. So, so everything, like the, the sinks and the freaking <laughs> mirrors and the shower heads and the beds and the furniture and the kitchen table, all of it is like four feet shorter than it needs to be for a but guy But they're not size. the ones decorating it. They're just the ones using it for a week, right? <laughs> right. I don't mean they're decorating or is the, it. Or is the person who bought the timeshare and, and set, like did all the interior design, are they also... Maybe vertically challenged. <laughs> well, that's a good question. I think they tailor it to their most most oh, common okay, denominator, gotcha. right? Gotcha. Sure. So I think that's what's going on. But I'm just I'm in there all hunched over trying to brush my teeth with the equivalent of like a stool. Like that's how low it is. It's so stupid. <laughs> but anyway, Spun down on all fours, brushing my teeth as you do. Yeah, as you do. And I hear Kim in the other room flipping channels, and she's just waiting for me to be done so we can go. And I hear 
what sounds like a Hallmark movie because I'm hearing some Christmas movie music sure, and that stuff's going sure. 24-7 right now. That's what they do. I'm a busy executive. I don't have time for Christmas. Did you hear that? Did you hear that phrase? Yeah, I well, here, so, so here's what's funny. You're right on the trail here because what I said was, I said, hey, what is that? Hallmark Channel? And she goes, yes. Like that. That was her tone. And I go, let me guess. She goes, shut up. I said, hold on. Let me guess. This will be fun. I said, all right, it's a lady this time. She's a big city something. I don't know what, though. Maybe an ad executive or like a um, some kind of singer, Binary, pop singer. singer or something like that. And she has just had it, man. The rat race is tearing her to pieces. She just needs to get away. And she finds this little town that no one had heard. And I'm saying all this really loud in the other room. Yes. This little right. town no one's heard of. It's probably called Christmas Town or something like that. And and she meets a guy in plaid. I'm sure he's wearing plaid. And he owns uh, like the local coffee shop or something like that. And it's going to all turn out great. And she's like, shut up. You know, she's all still irritated. So <laughs> right. I get out of there and I go into the living room. It's still on. And I'm not kidding you. She is a former. Well, she is a current pop singer who has had enough of the rat race of the pop singer world. Sure. Has moved to a little town. It wasn't called Christmas Town. It was called something else. But went there just to get away. Holidayburg. Yep, Holidayburg. <laughs> met a bunch of people. Made some friends along the way. Met a guy who owned a candy shop who wore plaid when he met her. Uh, of course, of course. And this was exactly as I had described it from the bathroom. My wife had the most annoyed look on her face <laughs> for the next hour and a half or whatever it was. So anyway. So get yeah. this. Yeah. Tina tells me yesterday that she's she's done watching, at least for now, watching any of the Real Housewives shows because I guess the, one of them's back from their season hiatus and they're in, in COVID times. Yeah. And they're anti-mask probably because, you know, it hides the million dollars of work they've done on their faces. <laughs> Uh, maybe there's you know some sort of reaction that uh, right you don't silicone, you, you don't Botox put a, has with, you don't put with, a blanket uh, on top of your your jaguar you want to show that exactly, off exactly yeah, right I get it and uh, you know their their uh, political leanings maybe are not in the same direction that uh, most of us are uh, well most of us in the country uh, mm. judging by the popular vote sure um, so she <laughs> she's I think she says she's done with the uh, the, uh, the the Real Housewives shows. Did she sample it all, or did she try to sample the uh, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City that I think is on now? There is not a Real House. Is there really oh, a Real yeah. Housewives of Salt Lake City? Yeah, Housewives. It may not have aired yet. Hold on, of Salt okay. Lake City. Here it is. Um, uh, the Real Housewives. Uh, Bravo. Here's the Bravo site. When did wow, it, when did it start? Stack Vanessa says, "Yeah, there is." Oh my gosh. Yeah, we're all embarrassed here. Uh, 100% <laughs> not cool, not down with this at all. We're not happy about it. Uh, oh, I love it. Because I'm sure yeah. it's terrible. I'm sure it's ridiculous. So I don't even want to know. I don't want to know, but I'm just curious if Tina has glanced against it and seen it or if she. Uh, I don't think she has. And um, now I'm curious. Now I kind of want to watch it. <laughs> I, I'm so, I, I don't even know if I could do it. I don't know if I have the constitution to sit there and do it. I don't know if I can. I think, you know, I think it's just a matter of you watch it for, for science. Like, you know, you're not going to continue watching this show. You sure. know that it's not going to become a regular in your Apple TV. Hey, a new episodes of real housewives of Salt Lake city is on. Do you want to watch that? Or, yeah. uh, 
uh, the latest episode of Mandalorian. <laughs> right, but, like there's um, any choice there. Like there's any competition exactly, for me. Exactly. exactly. Um, <laughs> it, it, please tell me that Aaron of the morning stream with Todd and Aaron is one of the real oh, housewives. Please man. tell me. Please. Miss, missed opportunity. He's not in there. Because they always have to have some local celebrity, don't they? They're, so my, my understanding is these people are like... I don't know if they're local celebrities, but maybe they're... Well, I, I guess I don't know who it is. I think that they're oh. trying to push for that angle, though, of these are highfalutin LDS people in some cases. So you're going gotcha. to have some like okay. judgmentally sort of churchy anger going on between the women. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's that's just an easy that's an easy target. They have to do that. But I don't know in terms of like their their fame. There are a number of like really prominent ex like Miss Utah slash Miss America people here. Uh, yeah. There's one that won. Who? What was her name? Um, back in the 80s. She'd be perfect for this. Well, is she? Okay, gotcha. But she's not one of the people that are on this. So you got no. Lisa Barlow, Mary Cro- uh, Cosby, any relation? No. Heather Gay, Meredith Marks, Whitney Rose, and Jen Shaw. Hold on. Meredith and look Marks. Look at all. There is enough plastic surgery. I'm going to give you the link to the, um, the cast photos here. I'll put it in our deal. Oh, my gosh. That Meredith Marks name is familiar. How do I know that woman? There is... Uh, there is so much plastic surgery. Oh yeah, on this page, it's the rule. They can't do this show without. It is. Budget. I mean, some of these people look like. Um, can you draw this uh, turtle? Uh, if you can, you'll get entered into our <laughs> art college. Oh, I know who this is. They're based in Park City. Okay, Meredith Marks is the jewelry lady. She's got a she got a massive mm. <clears throat> massive jewelry company. She founded. That's what gotcha. it is. So you go to yeah. MeredithMarks.com. Okay, now, so so I guess there's some prominence in terms of local, like, success stories. That's, or that's the, the local celebrity is uh, Meredith Marks, probably, huh? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're all going on 60-looking 30 visually, says Tom Norman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is what they do. It's fine. It's fine. It you know is, what? Be yeah. who you want to be. There's a reason these shows are popular. It's because it's a train wreck, and that's great. I just, it feels too close to home for me. My, my guess is that in episode two... Uh, a big fight erupts over the way that one of them treated the other one during episode during a party in episode one. Oh, Brian! During a dinner spoilers, party. man. Look, we have a spoilers rule here on the show. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. I guess it's been less than two weeks. Yeah, oh, we have, no. we're not two All weeks right. from the latest episode of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City yet. So come on. Wow, what? Uh, it just seems so funny. Like when you describe that, it feels like all right. Well, here's there's a city that probably will never have a Real Housewives of dot dot dot. Mm-hmm. That's what I would have said. You asked me a year yeah. ago, I would have said, no way that would ever happen here. It'd be Real Housewives of Boulder, Colorado. Sure. Arvada. Make it go right to where you live. <laughs> oh, yes. Right. Yeah. Great. I mean, the truth is my favorite kinds of reality shows are not about people who are opulently rich. No. It's always not. about regular people that I'm interested in. Yeah. Like, well, it's, it's like uh, competition shows where they're supportive of each other and just there to have a good time, like the British Bake Off. Oh, I love the British Bake Off. Oh, let me tell you the other thing Kim's all into now. So she What's already that? she loves the British Bake Off as well. Mm-hmm. And no one here is a giant fan of Paul Hollywood by any stretch, but he's no. got another show on Netflix now about cars, like fancy race what? cars. Really? Yeah. yeah, I guess he's a huge car aficionado kind of dude. Okay. And, uh, so now you're following Paul Hollywood around Italy and Germany and other parts of the world mm-hmm. looking at like really high end like supercars. 
and it's not about food at all. There's like zero talk about baking or food or his restaurants or anything. It's nothing about that. It's just Paul Hollywood driving around fancy cars in Italian cities. Hmm. And my wife is completely hooked on it. And oh, so, really? And I, it's not because of Paul Hollywood. She has two, no. two things in the world that she loves the most. Cooking. She loves cooking, so she loves any kind of cooking shows, except mm-hmm. the really bad rush-around competition ones on Food Network are really contrived. Right, like, like Chopped or... Um, yeah, they'll suck. Yeah. They'll suck. Yeah. But, but, but British Bake Off or a little mm-hmm. a more um, food-focused approach to the competition is fine, as long as the food's mm-hmm. kind of up front. But then all of like the chef's table stuff and the Gotta Feed Phil, yes. she loves this stuff. Ba- yeah, uh, Bord- all Bourdain's old shows before he died, all that. Uh, Bourdain was great. So yeah. she loves all that stuff. But then she also is a giant car nerd, which is weird. A lot of people don't know this about my wife. She loves cars. Mm-hmm. She likes she likes to see mm. them, watch them, drive in them, be a part oh, of really? it. Really? Yeah. I mean, I know she drives you around, but she I always does. thought that that was just that she hated your driving. She does. That's <clears throat> the two things. These that two is- things are true at once. <laughs> They're not mutually exclusive. We can have we can support both of those. Yeah. Really? I never. Yeah. I never. I never weird, that, right? that Nobody would ever guess uh, that. No one ever guessed like that. Like sports cars kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like really into the... Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Cool. Her idea of a good time would be somebody lend her a Ferrari for an afternoon. Like that would oh, be wow. yeah. her thing. So so she's loving that. And it's just Paul Hollywood going, I went down to... And drove a thing. And that's the show. And uh, so that's she watched funny. a lot of that as well. So she probably really liked comedians and cars getting coffee. She loves that show. Yes. Yeah. And we like that. I think again that one for multiple this reasons. This is a nineteen forty two Plymouth Roadster. <laughs> it's made bright orange and <laughs> you fill the tank with silly putty. Other than that, it's a great car and it goes real well with my special guest, Patton Oswald. <laughs> oh my gosh. You do a comedians and cars getting coffee impression. I didn't know. <laughs> like I know you did a Jerry impression, but this is a sure, this is sure, a, but now you gotta yeah, it's a whole different uh, this is whole deeper, different Jerry. Much deeper, much one. darker. <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, anyway, so we did a lot of stuff, uh, but all by ourselves. There was like no people there, which was the idea. We tried That's to cool. isolate things that are all the numbers are up, but we still wanted to do this. We had a plan for a long time, so we did it. Um, even though that place guarantees that before you get there, they've been through there with all the disinfectant you can, of ma- and all yeah. that. We still went in there with like Lysol wipes and like wiped down the counter mm-hmm. first thing we got there and did all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and by the way, I had to reach way down to do those counters because again, <laughs> it's a freaking Hobbit village in there. It's so weird. That's so funny. Interesting. So weird. Anyway, uh, for the first time ever, I had wood fire pizza and it was amazing. And I don't know why mm. I've never tried it before. And maybe I have. Brian pointed out that the stuff we had in Vegas might have been wood fire. Might have been. Yeah. I mean, uh, Pizza Rock in Vegas, which is arguably the best pizza in Vegas. Um, has wood fired oven, wood fire pizza ovens, but they don't use it for all their kinds of pizzas. So, right. they depending on the kind of pizza you get, and Mitsula helped clarify this. Depending on the kind of pizza you get, you might get wood fire pizza, you might not. Well, but I, you don't have uh, Woody's out there, huh? No, Woody's never, never pizza? heard of it. No. Well, I think I've heard you talk about Woody's before, but we've never. Oh. I've never had a Woody. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> Woody's. So if you come out to Colorado sometime and finally freaking visit uh-huh. uh we will take you to woody's pizza which is a um it's a pizza chain they con- they're constantly making pizzas and putting them up on this on this um heat lamp window yeah 
and different kinds. And it's like, all right, your traditionals, your pepperoni, mushroom sausage, your, your Canadian bacon, pineapple, et cetera. But then they'll like do this Buffalo chicken pizza or this barbecue, uh, pork pizza or whatever. And it's all wood fired. And you just take as many slices as you want. And it goes so quickly that no pizza is ever sitting there for like 10 minutes getting chewy and bad. And if it, and if they do, they take it down, they put up a new pizza. Like they're constantly changing out now. Pre-COVID times, that sounds great, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. We don't do it. I don't know how those places. Work I don't think anymore. they do that anymore. But I bet, I bet what they do is the the uh, server comes around and says, "All right, right now we've got this, 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 and this." And you say, "Okay, I'll take two slices of this one, one slice of that one." And yeah. they bring it to you. Probably, yeah. I'm sure it's still as good. Well, all I can it's say is great, I'm blown yeah. away by the the. I just have never had wood fire pizza. It's yeah. all in the crust because the way the crust is cooked is insane. Mm-hmm. And it was so freaking good. And I would, I'd give you the name of the place if I remembered it, and I don't. It's a small place in, if you can call it downtown St. George. St. George isn't a giant city or anything, but it's a, you know, it's a nice little getaway town surrounded by Red Rock Canyons and just beautiful freaking bluffs. And it's an amazing place to go chill and hang out. And so we did that. The only weird thing I saw, like I, I, I you know, whenever you and I go anywhere, we always think, oh, this is story potential for the show. So I'll come back and tell this great story about this thing. Didn't really have anything too crazy happen except there was this truck and this truck, which I saw driving earlier had Mm -hmm. on the side of the bed, these two giant flags that said F your feelings in all capital. Oh yes. Okay. All right, now they didn't have any other visual stuff, so I couldn't tell if this is some Trumpy dude or some. So I, I assume it was. Well, let me but guess. I don't know. It was a blue flag with white lettering with a red stripe above and below <laughs> the F your feelings. Yeah, it did. I mean, it didn't have, again, no In names, a but. Franklin Gothic Bold. That, yeah. uh, I, I don't know why I'm trying to give this guy a benefit of the doubt, but. Yeah, yeah, that's whatever. It's nice of you. It was yeah, nice. Okay. Yeah, very ch- charitable of me. But anyway, on the side of this truck, these two flags just roaring in the wind as he drove saying if you're feeling right yeah uh-huh. and i saw that and went eh, one of these okay whatever kept going no big deal later i don't know how much later probably half an hour later we're on another road and that truck has overturned and is all mashed up in the in the side of the thing with the flags all skewampus and yeah there's, uh, uh police are there and there's other you know I don't know if they're paramedics or whatever, but the ambulance or whatever. So they were there. Okay. It was already cordoned off. And so it's been there for a while. I think the guy, well, I don't know where he is or what his deal is. Mm-hmm. But as we drove by, my brain went, I hope he's okay. And mm-hmm. it occurred to me that my feelings for him. <laughs> were, yes, were, it's true. I want him to be okay, but F my feelings. Right. I don't know. You know, it just was one of these <laughs> yes. moments where I was like, it kind of there's a little bit of a, a contradiction. Like, well, does he want me to feel bad for him? Or <laughs> or no? F my feelings. Right. Huh. Should I F his feelings? Because he's, you know, boohoo, you're a big jerk and you're trying crash. I couldn't I, I felt bad for him. So that, anyway. That part of the story is very funny. I feel bad for the guy and I hope he's okay. Yeah. I hope his truck is is um expensive and mangled. <laughs> But uh, I hope it's total, but not so far that the insurance company covers it. 
you know, <laughs> exactly. and all that stuff. I hope the flags. No, are no, I can't say, even say that. Yeah, I, I want him. I want him to be all right, despite his yes. worldview. I, I, I believe that he deserves to to live and be That's okay right. and not crash and not die. So be careful out there, you guys yes. with your flags. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway. I hope the I hope his f your feelings flag. Uh, punctured but didn't cause any ser- uh, serious damage or permanent damage to his scrotum that's all there I, think you it was, I think yeah scrotal damage <laughs> i can't even say that it feels hard we want scrotal damage that will heal and or be fixed with common surgery not permanent <laughs> scrotal damage correct that could have been avoided had he not had that specific flag in that specific place exactly Anyway, I don't, anyway. Know why, I don't know why people do that with their trucks, but it's a weird thing. Okay, I got a thing for you here, Brian, that I that that happened during the week. So this is breaking stuff. Cool. Uh, you know, we've always wondered why that dude in the parking lot yelled fart gas at me. And yeah. We, and we was it parking lot or was he driving by and and rolled remember. down his window and yelled it at you? Oh, it's, that's right, because the parking lot was the guy that said explosive tip. Explosive tip, right? Sure. I get those mixed yeah. up all the time. Dude in the car, you're right, yelling <laughs> fart gas. And everybody's like, oh, he's a Frog Pants fan. But yeah, but why would he say fart gas? And, you know, we never could figure it out. So we just sort of let that mystery sure. go into the past. No, no, no. Get this message from TMS Mashups who says, listener Aaron Hill might have single-handedly solved the elusive fart <gasps> gas mystery once and for all. Ooh. Back on episode 25 of TMS on March 7th, 2011, Scott and Brian read some facts from a book about farts. Of course they did, he says. Um, The resulting conversation should prove very revealing. Let's all go back in time together and find out. All right, you ready for this? I'm going to play this. Yep. Oh, gosh, this is great. A clip from that show right here, right now. Brian, where does a fart come from? Do you know? Well, it looks like farting gas comes from several sources. Air we swallow, gas seeping into our intestines from our blood, gas produced by chemical reactions in our guts, and gas produced by bacteria living in our guts. Did you know about the gas seeping into our intestines from our blood? No, I did not know. That's new. Mm -hmm. The composition of a fart is highly variable. Most of the air we swallow, especially the oxygen component, is absorbed into the body before the gas has a chance to get into the intestines in the first place. By the time the air reaches the large intestine, most of what is left is nitrogen. All right, I don't want to read any more of this because it's gross. Mm, Yeah. What makes farts stink? You can learn that. Uh, Why do farts make noise? (laughs) All right, I'm going to tell you. That one's my favorite. (laughs) The sounds are produced by vibrations in the anal opening. Sounds depend on the velocity of expulsion of the gas and the tightness of the sphincter muscles of the anus. Contrary to popular misconception, fart noise is not generated by the flapping of the butt cheeks. Was that the popular misconception? I I never heard that as a misconception. (laughs) It says, you can see proof of this in the up-close video footage of Carl Planet's fart on Mate in a State. I am not going to look at that video. Nope. Basically, just goatsy with sound. (laughs) How much gas does a normal person pass in a day, you ask? Well, on average, a person produces about half a liter of fart gas per day. (gasps) (laughs) Is that what they're referring to? Is me just saying half a liter of fart gas and that's it? Well, it could be Scott. Uh, <laughs> oh no, I think that that might be the reason why. <laughs> That's me impersonating me. Yeah, nine years ago. No, that was good. Look at you. That sounded just yeah. like you. Your See? mic's, your mic's a do, little different. You know, impersonations off the, the drop of a hat. Did you notice how different your voice sounds? Hold on, let me try. Yeah. To... Very gas seeping into our intestines from our by the time the air to the air we swallow, especially the oxygen. That's new. The gas seeping into our intestines from our blood. No, I did not know if that's new. There's something about your mic. I think that's yeah. Well, it was before the Heil, I think. Before the Heil. Okay. Uh, I think it was back on the 
um, the Shure. Oh, what is that? It's like a the mic they gave me. Sure, but not an SM58. It was a it was a better mic than that. Nice. Anyway, well, yeah. it was a good. Well, time. there you go. That could be the uh, it could be the origin of Farcast. Right. That's there. as good as uh, this feels like science. You know, when scientists are are will find a new discovery and it will kind of erase old assumptions and kind of be the new standard or hypothesis. That's what it is now. So unless somebody comes along with new information. Mm-hmm. To either add to this or to subtract from it or destroy it altogether with a whole new theory, then this is the theory. This will be on the books. This is what kids will learn in school until it changes. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Farcast, the origin, finally Farcast. revealed. A uh, I like reminder. That. There's some science that we can use right there in our daily lives. There you have it. So, hey, this Friday, Black Friday, the blackest of Fridays, uh, we're going to do our Patreon play date during the normal Patreon time and we're going to go a little long with it. Actually, mm-hmm. we should start it three instead of three thirty. You want to do that? Sure, do that. Okay, yeah. we'll start at three, and uh, that means I'll have time to finish the instance. Time between then and then, just make sure I have this right in my head. And I have because I've already I've already told people there won't be a guest the connection this weekend, so I'm I'm good. I'll say I'm you're good. good. You're clear. Okay, so that'll be this Friday. We're gonna do a play date. Uh, we uh, I, we have to play that drawing one where you fight uh, fight it out uh, UFC style with your oh, drawing. Oh, the the T-shirt design one. Uh, the, the- it's like that, but what's a, it's a new one. It's called something else. Oh, right. Yes. The new one. Uh, it's basically the spiritual successor yeah. to that tea fight one. Yes. And I think it goes a little faster and a little bit better. Oh, it's so good. We got yeah. we, we got to be playing that. So uh, anyway, check it out Champed this out weekend. Uh, Patreon play date. And that means everybody can come. Patrons get in first. But if there's room, we let others in as well. Hey, how are the folks doing? I saw a photo of a bear, yeah, Barry. Barry and Ren uh, came out. Bobby Ann staying back at home, keeping safe uh, away from the away from us, I guess. Barry, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Barry. Uh, so he he came out basically to bring uh, Ren back from college. She goes to college up in Fort Collins, and so he flew out here to help her pack up, get stuff uh, stored for um, for January when she comes back, and uh, but also. Uh, help get her back home and so the two of them stayed with us for a night in the the uh coverville spare bedroom mm-hmm. of of delight whatever it is I don't, I don't <laughs> okay um <laughs> but uh we went back to that restaurant so i described it a while back the the wolf's tailor where we did that menu where japanese italian fusion place and they just kept bringing us different food mm-hmm. thing until uh, different foods until we're done such a weird combo still in my head, but it sounds amazing. Japanese and Italian for yeah. sure. Yeah. So um, Barry heard about that place on TMS and said, Brian, we have to go back there when I come out next. I'm like, yeah, sure. So we made res- made reservations a few weeks ago. And lo and behold, uh, this last week, the governor says, yeah, with, there's too much spiking going on. Um too many cases of COVID, the hospital beds, there's just a, you know, they're, they're, they're bol- uh, bursting at the seams. So we're going back into another um, level of lockdown. And what he actually did is, which is, is like super beneficial to local restaurants compared to what he could have done. Um, we were, we would have been in the red. They created the scale. It was like green, yellow, orange, red. Sure. And he added a new color purple to the end of that. Cause it's basically like the, all right, I'm giving you the count of three, one, two, mm-hmm. two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he kept, he kept us in the red by doing this instead of going to purple, which would be a, a an actual full lockdown. 
And but it does mean that restaurants can't have indoor dining right now. It has to be all outdoor takeout and delivery. Sure. Now this place is they have a nice outdoor patio that's great in the summertime and the fall, but uh, it's middle of November. It's cold outside, and that doesn't doesn't always work. What this place did is they built these canvas tents. They built two of them. Mm. And then they have heating lamps around their other tables out there. So it's still kind of cold in the other tables. And they say, yeah, you may want to dress really warm, bring blankets. But if you're in one of these tents, it's got a fireplace. Fireplace has a chimney that goes out. And um, we had just a lovely time in there. Uh, Great food. They brought us different stuff than they did last time. Some of the same things. Smoked you, look like fancy, you look like fancy English uh, explorers, you know. We do. It really it is like we're you know out uh, traveling. <laughs> you got like manservants outside that are like prepping everything, and you're just in this, <laughs> totally. You're is, in yes. the king's tent. Yeah. Was, I'll put I'll put uh, photos up on Facebook, but it was just such a great, uh, a great time and, and a great solution thinking outside the box for the Wolf's Tailor. Yeah, think so. outside the box, put them in the box is what you do. That's how you do it. Put them in a box. Yeah. And they couldn't close the tents completely, so there's still a little cool air, but every, every once in a while they'd close it and it would like super warm up in there because of the uh, the fireplaces. Um, I still We still had to have a jacket um, uh, on for, you know, to eat, but it wasn't, we weren't cold, we weren't shivering or uncomfortable or anything. It was really, really that nice. That sounds rad. It sound, also, yeah. I just, one of these days I've got to try this combination of you know this fusion food of Italian and and, and freaking I'll, Japanese. I'll be honest. I mean the um, the stuff we had this last time. Every item we had was either Italian or Japanese, and I'd say ninety percent of the stuff that we ate was Japanese influenced. There was like a sushi thing and and um, some uh, teppanyaki salmon and um, but the one of the main or the like kind of the big main course. Were, were pork shoulder, um, probably prepared Italian style, but in a clay pot that's indigenous to an area in Japan hmm. um, where the, the clay is harvested and, and made into these special pots to kind of cook things. So that was kind of the, the only place where there was a little bit of crossover. Well, the Italians and the Japanese haven't um, cooperated this much since World War II. <laughs> ah, there you go. Ah, it's a great <laughs> historical reference. Ask your parents. Okay, Rayton, uh, Rayton, waiting for Brian Dunaway to answer his damn phone <clears throat> so that we can bring him in here and enjoy his company. Uh, thus far, no answer, although he said earlier he's in. So, oh, <laughs> True Man Fu says, how does that count as being outside if you're in a tent? Well, it's open. The, the end of the tent is open. But yes, the law really only cares about semantics. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing with laws. You can... People subvert yes, them. exactly. We're in. We're outside. I got one foot in here, one outside. That's technically yep, outside. Exactly. All right. <laughs> uh, welcome. To, well, before we do that, let's do this. All right. Time for us to welcome Brian Dunaway to the proceedings. He is uh, all the way from South Carolina. Joins us on Mondays and Wednesdays to play a little game and give some prizes away called Babel Royale. Brian, welcome to the show. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hi. Oh, hello. Haven't seen I you since I feel like yesterday. I just talked to you guys. Yeah. I, I feel like, say. yeah, I feel like we just, we just spoke. We just did a great episode of Film Sack and covered the uh, movie film Mad Max, the one that started it all. You should all watch it. I have to make an admission here. As soon as I got 
done with that. Well, not as soon, but later last night, I watched Fury Road again because I was in the mood. I'm and, shocked. Yeah, shocked. To me, shocked. Really? Well, also, it's the, I wanted shocked. to. I wanted to put the the new 4K Blu-ray player that's in the Xbox One, or so, excuse me, Xbox Series X. I wanted to put it to do its first playing. It's the first disc to be in there, actually. So I I, I ruined its virginity oh. by jamming a Mad Max disc nice. in there, and uh, it looked amazing, amazing. So. Uh, well done, George Miller. You continue to be the greatest filmmaker of all time. All right. Uh, hey, Dunaway, uh, welcome to the oh, show. It's hey, nice to have you here. Scott. You want to play a game? Do you want to try to see if we can get a, a winner and on all that? Yeah, business? I would I would love to play a game. Okay, let's play a game. Shall we play a game? We're at DEFCON 2. Okay, here we go. Let's get someone on here. We got a listener. Hi, thanks for holding. Who's this? Good morning. This is Guacmar for the chat again. Well, hello, Guacmar. It's Guacmar. good to have you here. How the heck are you? I'm doing fine. Welcome back from vacation. Thanks, man. It's good to be back. I'm very glad to be back, actually. It's good to be back in the in the saddle, as the kids say. Uh, we're going to play a game here kids with you. don't say that. No, the kids don't say that. But My <laughs> boss told me earlier, he said, hey, we'll just get on the horn. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> My dad used to always say get, get on the horn. Get yeah. Sparky, get him on the horn Get him on the horn. Uh, that's a that should come back though. I think we should encourage. Get I like. Him on the I horn. do like. I like. I like the phrase. Get him on the horn. Yeah. It's, oh, get him on the horn. Yeah. There's something cool about it. Anyway, uh, we're gonna play this game. We're gonna hear Brian Ibbett explain the rules and what Guacmar could win. God, if I can remember how to do this. Oh yeah, I'll give Scott and Brian a topic, and they're gonna go back and forth giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win is gonna go to the other player. Your job, Guacmar, is to predict who's going to come out on top based on the topic. Today, you are playing for uh, a couple of prizes, courtesy of Richard Carlson, Warhammer 40K, Dawn of War 2, and Warhammer 40K Kill Team. It, it's almost like we're giving you Warhammer 80K, really. Oh, yeah. If you have your K. Yeah, exactly. I agree. And with if that. that's not enough, you'll get a copy of Bill Meek's podcasting book in audio form so you can listen to it while you're not podcasting. It's great. It's a really, it's a really good way to do it. Yeah. And it's on Audible. Smart. It's a free code. You don't have to do anything. Just download exactly. it. Yeah. So you guys need a topic and this one comes to us from martin from the netherlands there's a j in there so i don't know where i put the sound of the j martin martin m-a-r-t-j-i-n so martin martin it's silent right i don't, I don't think they, they don't, do they pronounce that i don't know i don't know i don't know, I don't know. the guy the, is, that, name, is that where you roll your r if your name is jimmy all, over there your name is Jimmy anyway. or emmy <laughs> No jimmies, only immies. <laughs> uh, it says uh, this is based on the October 2020 report from a website I'm not going to give you. Um, <laughs> okay. That's that, odd, that, but uh, all right. It tells you. Uh, oh, how many are on this list? One, two, is it cracked.com? What is it? Buzzfeed? What are you embarrassed to tell us about? 18. 18. Um, the top 18 social networks. Oh, oh. To, uh, monthly active users. Okay, interesting. Oh. So these are in millions of monthly active users, and uh, uh, I want to know the top eighteen social networks. Now that's an interesting uh, thing you let slip just now because you that indicates yeah. to me that there are at least a million, even in the eighteenth one. 
So there's nobody under yes. a million. Okay. I'll tell you that the lowest one has 300 million users. Okay. Oh, wow. Really? That means nothing to me. That's the entire population of this country, basically. <laughs> Social networks. Um, right. All okay. right. So knowing that is the topic, Guacmar, who do you want to go first and who do you think is going to win this one? Well, I was going to say blood for the blood god first, but let's say Scott to go first, Scott to win. Scott to go first, Scott to win. Okay. The double Scott. The double Scott. I always get that at Burger King. All right, let's do this. <laughs> let's start with the one that I believe is number one and just get it out of the way. Um, Facebook is number one still, right? It okay. is, yes. 2 billion, 2.7 billion monthly active billion. users. And I'm sorry, were the, did you clarify uh, this is worldwide, like global? This is world. This is worldwide. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, just seeing if there are any other clarifications I need to give you. No, no. Uh, this is monthly, worldwide monthly active users. Two on, on the Earth is that which you did? Yes. On, on, yeah. on the Earth. On the Earth, Brian. <laughs> the Earth. All right. The what do you flat got? Earth. All right. right. So is it? Oh, the flat this. Earth. Oh no. All right. Uh, so it's my turn now. Yeah. It is your turn. Yeah. All right. Well, how about uh, Facebook's big? Then surely Instagram is also bigified. Instagram right. is also bigified, 1.1 yeah. billion monthly active users. And you'll notice I use that first because I was afraid you was going to go like, oh, no, Brian, only the ones that use the text. Yeah. Oh, like, gotcha, ah. yeah. But I used right. it first just in case, just in case. That was very smart of you. Well done. Mulligans. Yeah. I saw a T-shirt yeah. the other day that said, make Instagram about food again. Oh, yes. Yeah, I like that. Um, all right. I'm I gonna... used to get my foodie on another social media. Oh, you did, yeah, did you? Ahead. Yeah, I used to look MySpace. Yeah. Uh, but MySpace is not my answer. Uh, the proper answer to the next question or the next uh, thing will be Twitter. I'll do Twitter. Twitter.com. Twitter. Twitter. I'll go Twitter. Twitter. Oh, no. Quiet. Oh, I'm not quiet. I'm just... Um, there it is right here. Yeah, Twitter. Uh, lower on the list than I would expect. 353 million uh, monthly active users. So... They're in 17th place in this list. Yeah. Surprisingly. Holy Moses. Okay, now you blew yeah. my mind. All right. <clears throat> now I'm now I'm confused. Really? 17? Yeah. Twitter's yeah. a um it, it, I got to rethink my whole social networking mm-hmm. thing. It's a it's a weird mm-hmm. they they hold a weird space because it's mostly ah. for people like Facebook ap- appeals to like old people and young people and everybody in between. Twitter's like this specific sort of like, "Hey, are you 25 to and when did you say this was calculated in this year 2020 this is october 2020 yes oh very recent okay yes Mm. then i'm gonna go with all the kids and assume they're using the tiktok good that's a good assumption 689 million monthly active users for tiktok so wayne if tiktok counts as a social network that's why i said instagram first scott don't you listen no 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 i know that but social (laughs) by social network like there's a i don't know what the definition is anymore because there's got to be some baseline definition and tiktok is a weird one because i would i would compare tiktok to something more like well, I don't want to say it because maybe that's one. Of well, them. say it, say it, just, yeah. just say it. Just say it. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Brian. Does if yes. if a if a site serves up video and allows for communication oh. and user logins and people sending messages to each other, does that count? What I, as I yeah. So think of it as a um, as a social mm. platform. 
A social oh, platform. Okay. A, so- a social platform redefining everything. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. On Earth, well, I'm looking like in their in their sources and their disclaimer. You know, they just they use the term platform as right. opposed to network. So let's let's say that. Okay. I'm sorry, my wife walked in. I don't know what she's doing. Do you need something back? <laughs> ask her what. Ask her. If she knows the top social media. <laughs> it's for Brian. Yeah. I don't know. It's different on each one. It's like four or five bucks. Okay, sorry. Uh, right. There's a bunch of stuff on eBay and Kim's trying to ship some things. Anyway, um, ah, cool. where was I? Oh, okay. we're going to name a social platform. Well, then I'm going to say, I'm nervous about saying it, but I'm just say YouTube. YouTube, mm. good. I'm glad you said that. Okay. I'm two, glad too. That two billion to uh, monthly active users on the YouTube. Does that put them at number two i put him a number two on the list yeah okay. tied for tied for second okay actually with which with, makes uh, me wonder if with another one that you haven't guessed yet yeah. <laughs> yeah it makes me wonder if the front page of the internet also a social site that basically same thing is it was reddit is that reddit oh, 430 reddit. uh monthly active users for reddit 430 yeah 430 <laughs> people then that, that's always the same people then. They all, and they all like feet, apparently. Yeah. Ask yeah. me anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Boy, I was holding Reddit too for because I wasn't sure. Yeah. Uh, all right, now we're in the weeds a little. Um, yeah. Let's have a few say... more, but um, I'm not sure if they're big enough now after you told me Twitter wasn't any bigger than it was. Oh, Snapchat's yeah. got it. Snapchat's in there, right? Snapchat oh, yeah. is in there. Snapchat. Very good. Uh, 433 million monthly active users. Okay. Of course, Snapchat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ephemeral messages right. to send your lady porn or whatever you do there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the... I'm going with LinkedIn. Everybody's on LinkedIn. I mean... Yeah, that's, that's got to be on there. Networking. That's social networking, yeah, right? So it's it, got to be. It falls in the same thing. Gotta be. I would think so. I don't know why uh, LinkedIn is not on my list, but I, but I am going to do some really quick due diligence and say LinkedIn monthly average users and see what we've got here. Um, got 260 me. million monthly average users. So that is below. Oh, oh no. not, it really. Plus, I didn't think about it while I was while he was researching. I'm like social media, so get not really social connections because you don't really share any I, media on LinkedIn. I so. would I would have said LinkedIn, and I'm surprised LinkedIn isn't bigger than some of the other ones listed on on right. this list. So I, I would have should have went with the, the other so, one. So that's gonna get you. What? I got wow. you. You got an incorrect answer. There is what happened, and that means yeah. that I. I'm the winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> really, it's uh, it's Guacamar who's could the winner. I, could, I have said Tumblr? Yeah. could I have said Tumblr? Would that have been? Tumblr's not they, on here either. Tumbled? So if you yeah, have said Tumblr, right out of top. yeah. yeah. Um, Tumblr. Here, let me give you the rest of oh, these. Oh, yeah, please give me the rest. Yeah. Uh, WhatsApp with 2 billion. 
Really? Facebook Messenger listed separately oh from Facebook. 1.3 billion uh, monthly average users. Cheater WeChat, list. WeChat or Weixin, W-E-I-X-I-N in different countries. But I, don't, WeChat, I don't even know what that uh, 1.2 billion users. QQ, 648 million users. Douyin, 600 million users. Sina Weibo. You're just making <laughs> up words. No, these are all, chi- these are all I, Chinese I said ones. on Earth. These are Chinese yes, ones, you, and they're huge over they there. They are huge. Q-Zone. Uh, Quayashu Pinterest. There's one we've heard of. Oh, Pinterest. Yeah. Oh, Pinterest. I didn't think about uh, that one. Telegram and Quora rounding out. How about, oh, Quora. Quora. I almost said that, but I was there? like, surely not. Hold on. How, how is LinkedIn? Yeah. How is <laughs> Quora right. still even on a li- what, what number is Quora? Quora is 18. 300, 300 million people. 300 about, million about, people use that's Quora. That's crazy. Yes. How about Plurk? <laughs> you're, making, doing? you're making that up. There's no, no Plurk. Plurk. You don't remember Plurk? I remember no, Plurk. P L U R K had had like the pig. Had like a part of a pig as this icon. It was yeah, like I heard, heard Friendster bought them, and and uh... <laughs> it might have been. It's still joke. a site. It was it's still like a thing. That. It's still an app. You can go get it. It's oh uh... Plurk. Okay, now that I'm seeing it typed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a it's thing. Things like like Parler's not on that list. You're, I guess you would have said. Yeah, that's brand new, right? Would it even? It's, it's blowing shitty. up right now it's with shitty. the angry people. Yeah, it's shitty. Nobody wants it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, well done. Some people do. Oh, where, and, and none of the chans are on there, I noticed. None of the four no, chans or no, eight No, no four chan right or anything like that. Okay. Yeah. Once again, like 480 people. That's all there is. <laughs> <laughs> that really one really does people. have the 480 right. people. Yeah. Yes. Sure cause a ruckus, though, with those 480 people. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, well, exactly. well done. Guacmar, how do you feel about your uh, your choices today? How's it feel? I am three for three right now with you, Scott. Oh, that's that's amazing. Yeah. Never, never. I'll never let you down as long as it's a topic I am not stupid about, which is uh, <laughs> uh, well done. All you got to do is send Brian an email, coverville at gmail.com. He will send you your winnings and yes. congratulations and well done. Yay! Uh, don't worry, folks. If you uh, tried to call in and couldn't get in, we have plenty of opportunities happening again, including Wednesday. We'll do this one more time. One more time. Uh, hey, Dunaway, today you and I at 3.30 hey, Mountain Time will be doing an episode of uh, The Boop Show, talking Boop. video games. I've had a, a week, well, I had a I had t- three days with my Xbox Series X and then left town. And then now I'm back and I've had a day with it. So I have things to say, a couple of games to talk about. You've got stuff. I've got stuff. We have stuff. I've got an Xbox Series S because it's all I could locate. I didn't have any skim friends to help me out so i had to go to the walmart myself and anybody, fail anybody find a ps5 out there uh, yeah right daughter, for real but i'm looking to sell that s as soon as i find an x yeah so oh, just keep you? it up but we'll have a good comparative you'll you'll be able to brag about all your frame rates and i'll be like well yeah mine's well you should have the same too. frame rates you just won't have the same you just can't do 4K. well it's according yeah it's a resolution most of the frame rates we'll talk about on the boot show but most of the resolutions i have lower resolution but similar frame rates yeah, your hardware, the only difference should be resolution. I think it's, it maxes out at 1440p instead of uh, right. instead of true 4K. But um, yeah, other than that, it's like the same machine and storage, mm-hmm. I guess. But we'll talk about all of that today, 3.30 Mountain Time, and a bunch of other stuff uh, over there at The Boop Show. That'll be at frogpants.tv. So come watch us live or check out the podcast after. Brian Dunaway, have a lovely day. No, you. Bye. <laughs> All right. (coughs) Oh, my gosh. We got no time for news. We'll save this all for tomorrow. Uh, Actually, we have time for one since we do music weird now. Let's do uh, this. (laughs) That one 
so long. We no longer have time for news. Uh, no, we do. Uh, the news is brought to you by. Brought to you by Soundography. Go to soundography.com to hear our latest episode all about the band Blue Cheer, widely considered to be one of the forefathers of metal, punk, and grunge. That is soundography.com. Nice. It's quick. That was quick. That was, was really quick. quick. So we could get some news. That's right. Yeah. Um, but don't don't miss it because it was so quick. You guys go check it out. That's right. Go check it out. Uh, a woman fought a coyote off with a pitchfork and then aided by a donkey. This is a story I'm going to read to you. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. A, a local woman in a, a, it's a town in the UK. It's according to the Middletown Press. I think this is in the UK. Is it? I think so. Could be, yeah. It's being treated preemptively for possible exposure to rabies after she fended off a coyote or a coyote or however, whatever Ky- one it says. Yeah. yeah. Only weird old Western people say that. With the help of her donkey, and possibly came in contact with its saliva during two incidents on the same day uh, last week. Uh, State Department of Energy and Environmental Protection Wildlife Division staff were contacted by an East Hamden resident uh, recently who described being attacked by the wild animal October 22nd, according to the media relations manager, Will Healy. I'm glad we got that guy's name in there for some reason. <laughs> the woman told deep officials... What? See, Department of Energy, Environment, Protection. Oh, yeah, deep, deep yeah, officials. That huh? seems like an unfortunate. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. I don't know. It could be taken a few ways. Fought the animal off of the pitchfork uh, and that it bit her foot before it was kicked by her donkey. Uh, the victim notified neighbors who allegedly are in, uh, who have encountered a coyote exhibiting similar aggressive behavior. Uh, the woman said she came over to her property, eventually located the coyote and shot and killed it. Kapow. Mm. Poor thing. He didn't do any. I mean, he did do no. thing, but they were here first. I'm just saying, humans are kind of dumb. <laughs> uh, but all's well, well now. That lady Fair. shot a coyote. Uh, check this one out. This is great. Okay. Tattoos in the news. Okay. All right. Tattoos. Women. That Herve is to Villages. Say, yeah. <laughs> Herve Villages. This, is, uh-huh. this whole next story is about the little guy on Fantasy Island. <laughs> uh, according to this latest thing, women not men, make up 70% of all tattoos in Poland. Now, not the actual oh, really? tattoos, but tattoos on people, those people. Are oh, women. okay, it's not all women in right. bikinis next to a an anchor that says mom. No, those stereotypes okay. are not quite what we thought they were. Gotcha. Uh, but this okay. is all in Poland, so uh, it's kind of weird. But anyway, of the 900,000 tattoos done every year in Poland, 70% of those going under the needle are women. Uh, tattooist Asia Longata said, most often I'm visited by ladies ages 25 to 50, like my mother, whom I also had the pleasure of tattooing. However, sometimes I decorate the bodies of people over 70 who have always have, sorry, to have always, who have always dreamed of getting their first tattoo. There is no rule here and it makes me very happy. We enter the topic of breaking conventions and nothing sets us free, like going beyond the patterns, the beaten paths, unquote. Wow. She's smoking that Polish weed. <laughs> I was going to say smoking the Polish sausage, but all of a sudden that sounds like a really bad thing to say. Uh, popular modern style is known as black work, where the whole tattoo is done in black ink. Uh, Eli Ink from War Saw or War Claw, Row Claw, anyway, specializes in the style. It says it can be organic, uh, also very cyberpunk. It reminds me of, I just, I just binged this week while we were on the trip at night. I would binge... Um, uh, catching up on the on the expanse 
Oh, yeah. Freaking, oh my gosh, I love that show. That's such a great show, yeah. So I'd, I'd forgotten that you hadn't uh, watched the most recent season. Did yeah, you finish the... I did, and I loved it. Okay. Yeah. Which is good, because we're like, what, two, three weeks away from the premiere of five, so... Are we really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. It's pretty close, so I'm very excited. But anyway, I watched the hell out of that, and the Belters uh, often have those really stark, very black tattoos mm-hmm. in big mm-hmm. shapes, and, and so less intricate shapes and more like just <clears throat> like a big brand. That's mm-hmm. what they're kind of talking about here. Uh, decorative artwork around the side of the breast, also very popular, it says here, mm. that will be covered in normal daily activity has seen a rise in popularity as more females have been getting their boobs tattooed. Very interesting. Yeah, I and like so, it. <laughs> well, I mean, very interesting, the, the balance of men and women in oh, I getting see. tattoos. But, I see, yeah. but the, you know, the tattoo boob is, is also very interesting. It's, all, it's never not interesting. Uh, also not interesting or never not interesting, our guests, which are coming up after this. Join us in a minute for Bill and uh, Stephen. They'll be joining us for their typical Monday madness. But before all that, we got to play a song, and Brian has one. What do you have? Yeah. Got a brand new album that's going to be coming out in May 2021 from the Toronto band Talk Show Host. Uh, they just signed with Wiretap Records, and uh, um, looking forward to hearing the full album on this one. But in the meantime, we have a single. This guy's great. This monologue is the uh, is the song. I can see I said this guy, but it's a band. It's it's three guys. Yeah, three, three guys. guys that make up a band called Talk Show Host. Sure. Um, this was produced by John Dismore, who uh, produces the Strumbellas, Pup, and Single Mothers. Take that with what you will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the album, sorry, the album comes out. The full length album comes out in May 2021 on Wiretap Records. Here is the song. This monologue from Talk Show Host. I 
we all talking about uh, the holidays and good gifts to get people and stuff like that. Why not something like, I don't know, fantastic earbuds from Raycon? I have a pair. I love them. They're amazing. And uh, it's never too early to start gift shopping for the holidays. In fact, you might argue, if you're getting down to this week, you might be getting too late. Come on, get on it. What are you guys doing? Uh, Especially because today you can save really big on a gift that they'll use every day. That's Raycon wireless earbuds. So we teamed up with Raycon for a limited time. They are offering 20% off your order at buyraycon.com slash morningstream. And uh, I can't tell you about how much I love these. I mean, I can. I'll go ahead and tell you. I love them. They fit in my ears. They sound great. They're noise isolating, which means if the dog's barking, I don't even hear it. That may not be good for everyone else who's trying to get me to take care of the dog. But you know what I mean? That's how good the sound is. Everyday use, working from home, uh, workouts outdoors, going for walks, taking a phone call. If you don't want to be disturbed, Raycon is here for you. With seamless Bluetooth pairing and comfortable noise isolating fits, you can start listening right away. Keep your listening happening for hours. The audio quality is amazing compared to what you get from other premium brands. And uh, the only difference is really Raycon's, they start at half the price. So this holiday season, Get them something they can use for calls and music for work or play at home or on the go. Pick up a pair for yourself if you want. Trust me, you're going to use them every day. Six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing. The E25 earbuds are amazing. They're called the Everyday E25s. That's what I have. I love those. More bass, more compact design. Again, that great noise isolating fit. Go to buyraycon.com slash morningstream today and get 20% off your Raycon order. But hurry, this offer is available for only a limited time. So you don't want to miss it. That's buyraycon.com slash morningstream and get 20% off your Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash morningstream. Just tell me one thing. Who's on the phone? And before you lie, just know I ain't been fooled by man or beast since Hitler was still giving speeches in beer halls. There are so many websites out there. How do I find a good one? The Morning Stream. I got a thing about chickens. All right, we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the program. As mentioned previous to now. Oh, by the way, this clip. Um, I wanted to say something about this. This right here. Just tell me one thing. That's uh, mm-hmm. Raylan Givens. And uh, yep. in his new role on this season of Fargo. And I just have to say, it truly, truly is the best drama on TV right now. Just love it. Can't wait. Yeah, we, we're, so we're eyeing the fact that uh, the last episode of the season comes out, I think, next week. And so... Uh, probably right after Thanksgiving, we're going to start binging so that we can watch the whole thing all the way through. I'm I'm jealous to be you going through it for the first time. To be time. able to experience it, yeah. Because <laughs> it's so damn good. All right. I can't wait. Going to get Bill Duran in, see what's up with him. Haven't seen him in a week. Don't know what he's been up to. He's going to tell us as I add him to this call. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. Hey, Bill. What's up with you this morning? How are you? Good morning. Doing all right. Oh, that's fantastic. It's Bill Duran from PunishProps.com. He hails from the Pacific Northwest and builds really rad stuff in his shop and inspires the rest of us to do so as well. Bill, welcome to the show. It's good to have you here. What's going on this week? And we missed you last week, but we're glad to have you here. 
Oh, I missed you guys too. Uh, we were busy. We, we made a thing last week. Mm. Thing I'm very happy with. So uh, back in back in, uh, in the early 90s, 1993, 94. Yeah. Both Brittany and I, even before we knew one another, we both played a video game that we both enjoyed very much. That game was Mist. Did you guys play Mist? Mm. Oh yeah, loved Mist. Yeah. Brian Brian speaks yeah. of it so highly. I've often thought maybe it's your favorite. PC game of all time, maybe me. Oh no, no, I like it a lot, and and it certainly was different from anything I'd ever played up until that point. But I really got into it. But read the novels, mm-hmm. met Rand and Robin Miller at uh, the Tattered Cover out here for uh, uh, when they launched the book. They had a book tour, and I got to meet them and talk to them and stuff. And yeah, um, it was a yeah, big it was deal. really like, in the mist for a long incredibly time. Incredibly well, influential. So. Like there's still games I'll play today, and I'll go, oh, this is so like. This is like mist, man. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. They have a couple of newer games out too that I haven't played yet, but I, I plan on. Um, they they're working kinda, on right, they, right they, now. They had some kind of weird MMO thing that was supposed oh, to yeah. happen. Uru, Mist Uru. I didn't try that one. Yeah, I never did either, and I don't think mm-hmm. it's available anymore. But uh, there was one that I kickstarted last year, and um, I have not uh, downloaded for, my. Was it Firmament? Is the one they're working on. Okay. The one, then, the one that's out bre- recently is not in the Mist universe, but it's the Mist guys, and it's very much a Mist style game. Right, and the name um, escapes me, but I, I do. I'm looking forward to playing yeah. that as well. I've played that, and it's it's great. Um, not it's abduction. Really cool. Abduction. 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 There we go. Yeah, there we go. Abduction. Yeah, it's very cool. I streamed a bunch of it. It's very good. Anyway. Cool. So anyway, Mist is rad, and if you're gonna make something from Mist. Obviously, the mislinking book is the thing you got to make. Mm. So that's what we did. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, we started with an already existing book, did a little research, found out that they actually made a real physical book for the game back in the early 90s uh, that they used as their reference. And in, in uh, a lot of the live action stuff they filmed for the, the games. Mm-hmm. So they had a mislinking book and it was made from an old Harper's book. What they would do is take a bunch of Harper's magazines, basically. It was distributed by putting six months of it into a book, and then that's how you got all those magazines. Uh, We didn't get the same year. That book is a little more rare and therefore much more expensive. Mm -hmm. We got a a similar year. So we got a Harper's book from 1884. Wow. So, which was, it was like 40 bucks. Not that bad. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you and you completely made it. <laughs> well, I was going to say you made it worthless, but you didn't. You made it worth something different to other people. Yeah. That's right. If there was any collectability <laughs> that it came with, that was quickly dashed. I, I promise there is none. They made many of these books. There are a lot of them still available. Okay. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, the, don't worry too much. There were a lot of okay. them made. Oh, good. Okay. Um, sorry, there was just a cat's butt very close to my mouth right now. Oh, geez. What gross got out the mouth? Just yeah. walks right across my microphone. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. Get that pucker, so anyway, pucker we, and balloon knot we got this. Uh, we got this old book, very similar to the one that they used for Mist. Yeah. And we modified it a little bit. Did a little modification. We um, started by adding the letters on the cover. And I actually 3D printed those, made a mold, and then I cast them using brass powder so that we could buff it and it would have that really nice metallic shine. Cool. Yeah. 
Then they're also raised up. The the letters on the front of the, the cover there are in relief. So they've got that really nice raised up texture. The light plays across it really well. So those turn out really well. They just got super glued to the cover. Nothing too fancy. Uh, but then the inside of the book. So, you know, in the game, you oh, it cracks open the cover and there's an animated image of the Mist Island. And that, that's what you click on to travel right. to uh, the different islands. Now I wanted to have a, a screen or a you know a magical, <laughs> magical looking thing there. So we did. We put a screen inside the book. It shows the looping animation, the opening animation of the uh, the Mist Island. Uh, but also, you can play the game Mist on that screen. <laughs> what? Hold on oh, a second. So fantastic. tell me what you used for the screen. Did you get some kind of like little Android thing, or what'd you do? Nowhere near as fancy, Scott. <laughs> I bought myself an old cell phone. There's a lot of those on eBay. There's probably more of those than there are old books. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey. I got a Galaxy S3 because it was the right size. Many new cell phones are far too big. They just wouldn't fit in the page. Mm. Uh, so I had to find this older one. It was like 25 bucks used on, on eBay. Works perfectly. Uh, and I installed both. I put, I put the video clips on there, but also there's Real Mist is the game that you can get on um, on mobile. And uh, I installed that on the, the cell phone there. So not only is it like a missed game that you can play, but you can also completely walk around in 3D. It doesn't yeah, click. It's not yeah. click, redraw a new slide of where you're at now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because okay. it's the mobile version of it, you're just using screen controls to do everything, right? Like you're Yeah, just, you okay. just t- poke the screen and you walk forward towards wherever you're poking. If you poke with two fingers, you go backwards. Very simple. Uh, and effective, too. So I had to carve a giant hole in this book, which was uh, a little trickier than you think, trying to cut through a couple hundred pages with just an exacto knife and getting the lines all straight. But it worked out. I made a little plastic tray, basically, for the phone to rest in. I put some foam in there so that it could just squeeze in and it, the friction would hold it in place. Mm-hmm. And then this whole tray got epoxied into the hole I glued into the books. And I just, I cut this hole in the paper and then I just brushed a ton of epoxy inside the hole, gluing all those pages together so that that chunk Mm -hmm. of book all moves as one giant, like inch and a half thick page. Uh, And then I just crammed the, crammed the phone in there and the page that goes over it, I cut a little window that reveals only the screen and that's it. It was you, so super, super simple. Were you tempted to co- <laughs> to color over or paint over the white of the casing of the phone just to eliminate any, you know, uh, borders or edges by accident if something shifted or whatever? Uh, it, I did not see the need. I mean, I could still do that if I had to. But um, the light, the, the page that went over it was thick enough to block any light that might leak through. Mm-hmm. And you can't see the uh, you can't see the, the phone at all. Um, what I did when I cut the window, I, I undersized it a tiny bit by mil- about a millimeter all the way around. So it overlaps the screen a tiny bit. Which oh, I see. Yeah. That's seemed fine. to do the trick. That's not really much of a crop. So you're okay there. Yeah. 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 Looking here and I cutting through all of those pages. Yeah. Is more. There's more to that than just cut, like. Huh? Yeah. I mean, because you. So did you choose to glue all that stuff together after you cut? Yeah. Through all the pages. Would it have, um, I guess, if you glued all the pages together, like made a, a wet glue that you could soak those pages in so that they'd all they'd all stick together? 
So yeah, that would or make, make it like really a solid hard to cut brick, through, right? It would be pretty difficult to cut through. And I've yeah. seen some other techniques. My buddy Jimmy did this, but he used his laser cutter, mm -hmm. uh, which worked, but it also slightly caught the book on fire. So. <laughs> Amazing what happens in laser and paper. Get to yeah, 150-year-old paper. Just real dry, <laughs> real super dry at this point. Wow. Um, so I just went in with an X-Acto, and, and uh, cutting the, the hole straight up and down was the challenge. So some of my, my walls were a little angled. But it, yeah. it worked okay. It yeah, because the way okay. I was going to say, because if they're not all one solid piece, they're going to shift just naturally, right? You're gonna yeah, yeah and, the, and they want to shift while you're cutting them. So, right. Right. how do you time. So, you pop the phone out to charge it. There's not like a little USB in the back of the book that you could plug into. No, to no, no. I, just <laughs> I, went, I went super oh, low tech on this one because I wanted to make sure it worked on the first. That's yeah, such a that cool idea, though. Yep. Putting a little USB charge hole in the, in the base there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That'd be great. Yep. Uh, and the battery. This is so cool. Uh, this phone is an older phone, and but your battery seems fine. Everything good? Like no? Yeah. Um. I don't know how long the battery would last on it. Um. I, I don't. I mean, I don't have cell phone services turned on or anything. I just have it connected to Wi-Fi, so I could download the app. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. But if I was like, I'm not gonna carry this thing around. Mm -hmm. it's gonna mostly live on my shelf with a dead cell phone in it <laughs> but mm -hmm. when someone wants to see it i can charge it for a minute and load it up and, and, <laughs> like, Ooh, and i'm not actually gonna play mist on this thing that would be a huge pain in the butt oh yeah <laughs> sure. it's Although, more of a novelty but you it, ever, it sure if, looks the part you ever did that you need to mount a camera and like stream you doing it the whole time like that's oh yeah that's required i'm sorry that's yeah. just how the i mean I'm not, I'm not gonna do that but you're right you should someone should do that <laughs> <laughs> it, it, when it links, it has to make the. Yeah, yep, of course. Exactly. It does. Oh, I just had a question. So I'm looking at you doing the overlap page. All of that looks great, but there's text in that book. Yep. Did you do all that too? And no. So that's the original text from the Harper's book. Okay. Um, the page. So we picked, chose a blank page. Uh, there were several blank pages at the beginning of the book, and we chose that as our window book. And the page behind it just was the table of contents. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's awesome. You should you should make it so that uh, if anyone does want to come over and and play with this thing, they have to go around your studio and find uh, pink and blue pieces of paper. Oh, obviously. Yeah. 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 Do find all the puzzles. The blue pages. Yeah. <laughs> Only bring back the blue pages. <laughs> Ah, this is so cool. I love old book shit. I love there's something yeah. about like just a dirty old God. ratty book style thing that's you it's know gorgeous too. Yeah. Really, really gorgeous. Good news, they made a lot of them and they're still around. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. Uh awesome stuff. Uh the video's up now. I'm looking at it so I know that people can see it. If you check out the Punish Props uh, uh YouTube channel, of course the website has it as well at punishprops.com. Bill, do you uh, did you come carrying a, a bonus link this week? Did I ever? My buddy uh, Steven over at SKS Props made a uh, an all foam Baby Yoda pram, a little uh, <laughs> little bassinet thing that he floats around in. Oh yeah. no! Yeah, way. Steve made it. Made one sized for I believe the Mattel Baby Yoda toy, and it's delightful. Look at it. That is so cool. Now it needs to hover. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. come on, where's the, <laughs> yeah. where's the built-in drone in the bottom to make it uh, hover around? Right, right. Does uh, it shut really cool. so it can protect it from a, a bad moment or what? Does, Does it, do it ever do that in the show? Oh yeah. 
Yeah, there's a there's a recent episode where the recent episode. Oh, yeah. I haven't caught up. Oh, we won't up. tell you then. Yeah, we won't tell yeah. you about that. But it spoilers, jeez, it shuts like an egg and becomes like a you know <laughs> like a shell in there. Uh, it's but a protective. This is, it's like a protective Kinder egg with a Yoda toy inside it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. Uh, that so really uh, good. Steve made that thing. He he gave out free plans. If you've got that Baby Yoda toy, you can make one using his plans out of foam, and it'll totally fit in there. Nice. Or you could put your cat in there. Yeah, uh, I don't know if cat. my cat. Yeah, I don't know if my cat would fit. <laughs> <laughs> we know what Brian's going about to do when he gets one of these. <laughs> no, because I'd like to keep all my uh, arms and legs. <laughs> There you, there you go. go. Sounds like a plan. Uh, Bill Duran, of course, at PunishProps.com. Chimbeard on Twitter. Bill, I'm just glad to have you back and can't wait to see you next time. All righty. See you guys. Bye now. Why won't this work? There we go. That's so cool. Yeah, that's really rad. I want that did book. You, did you stay uh, uh, kept up on the Mandalorian while you were on your trip? Uh, we were caught up uh, up until yesterday or Friday. So we're okay. we're watching that tonight, I guess, because Carter hasn't seen it yet and she had homework and we're like, all right, well, we'll hold off. So we're going to cool. watch it tonight. Very good. But, uh, yeah, we got it was far. I guess the last one I saw was spiders, right? Yeah. Spiders okay. and eggs. Yeah. Spiders uh, and baby. baby. No, you, you saw. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spiders and eggs, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Ice spiders or whatever. How cool yeah. is it when you learned that though? I don't know if you. Knew, I assume you know this, but the the spiders in that episode were concept art from those Macquarie. Yeah, uh, from the old Ralph Macquarie ones, and dude. and they used them before in uh, Clone Wars. Oh, and I remember cartoon, seeing right. when they landed on a planet that was overrun by those, and thinking, "Oh my god, those are scary ass things." They are so scary. Yeah, and they're those so are cool. worse than regular spiders. Worse, I tell you. My wife hated it. She, I mean, she yeah. loves that show, but she could not do that episode. It really got under her skin. Oh. Spiders. Let me. I, I'm not going to spoil anything for uh, for the episode, but boy, uh, Billy D. Williams. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, Billy D. Williams. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, I'm not hello. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I, I assume uh, what's his name's in it though, because uh, I saw a picture. Um, uh, Apollo. Uh, yes, yes. Apollo uh, Creed's uh, in it. Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers is in it. Is in it. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Action Jackson. But, I, yeah. but I'm I'm playing off a Twitter uh, feud or not feud, but uh, you, some trouble you got in for mentioning somebody making a uh, an appearance in a recent episode. Oh yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an actor. Oh, that would have been the last episode we saw then. Sorry. The one. With, oh right, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm getting all my stuff. Which is more up. recent? That's right. That is more recent than. Yeah, that. yeah. So yeah, I got in trouble for that. That was lame. Mm-hmm. But I will mm-hmm. not get in trouble for this. Steven. That's right. No trouble here. It's Steven Schleicher joining us as he does every Monday to talk about all things nerd and comics and other stuff from MajorSpoilers.com. Steven, welcome to the show. Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hey, it's good to have Hello. you. Hello. How was? Uh, how are you doing? I noticed my favorite thing about this stupid Twitter fleet thing that they added which is like stories <laughs> from mm-hmm. facebook and everything uh was steven's because his were just him in the most glorious beard i've ever seen <laughs> just looking like you were not impressed and uh, I, you know so here's the thing i would probably use so i don't really use um those components either instagram stories or fleets right. uh, that much right but i could see myself using fleets more than instagram stories just because it's integrated with twitter yeah mm-hmm. me, same if i'm going to sure. use them anywhere probably here more than anywhere you know mm-hmm. it's it's a little kludgy at the moment though they got to kind of iron out some of the functionality and ui and some of that stuff's a little busted but um and it's also only mobile right now but i guess that's true of instagram and facebook anyway so maybe it's just mm-hmm. meant to be a mobile thing but 
yeah, I kind of like if if I'm going to use them, it's likely on Twitter where I've got my bigger following and, you know, I interact with people more and it would me it'd be more meaningful there. Mm-hmm. So so as much as I've been poo pooing it, um, yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. Uh, but I was going to ask you, um, I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you something about that beard. Oh, how long? What are we talking wife, about? Time. My wife hates it. How long? Well, I'm just, I assume. I assume your wife hates it, but all other people in your life think it's amazing. And yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. How long did that take to grow? And I assume, I mean, is this like a March till now thing or what? No, 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 no. Uh, I went from uh, March. So I usually have a shorter beard, a little bit longer than yours, Scott. Yeah. Um, so from March until August, I went unshaved. And it was much longer than this. And so from August until now, that's that's how long we've That's been pretty glorious. I don't know how you yeah. it is. I, I just yeah. wish it was growing on top of my head, not yeah. the bottom of my head. It's the low-hanging fruit we get as we get older. I guess. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing we can do about it. Well, anyway, it's good to have you here. Let's talk about some of the stuff we got lined up. Actually, it's a lot. Um, there are... There's there's a bunch of stuff coming up. December is going to be a pretty good video on demand month. It turns out. Yeah, and I think really for even even this upcoming Thanksgiving holiday, there's a lot for people to check out. Yeah, and well, this is something that you know people have been wondering: what are the studios going to do? How are they going to respond to COVID, considering that we're still shut down and there's no timeline for theaters to reopen? Mm-hmm. And what you know, are we going to continue to let movies sit on the shelf for for years? Uh, or are they going to push them out? And the answer is the studios are ready to push these things out. They really are. I mean, the two notable ones, we'll jump ahead just for a second, but the two big ones in my mind are Wonder Woman 1984 and Soul, which is the new Pixar yeah. film that's getting rave reviews even before it hits. Uh, yeah, those no, two... the, the Wonder Woman 84 one is interesting uh, because they're releasing it for free on HBO Max. So if right. you already have an HBO Max subscription you can get it free for 30 days and you're not going to charge you anything extra. So I'm wondering if, if uh, Warner brothers is maybe throwing some shade at Disney plus for their Mulan uh, right. debacle premium of Disney plus. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, so, wait a minute. So I didn't realize there was a window on that though. I thought once it hit on December 25th, it was just there, but you're saying this is a limited for 30 time. days. And then after that, I have a feeling and they haven't really explained, but they just said it's going to be free for 30 days. After that, I have a feeling then it's going to move over to your apples and your iTunes and, and the other places where you would pay the, uh, the fee to get, uh, to get that. Okay, that's interesting. So they're going to show that happens on Christmas Day. So that's cool. So yeah, it's also coming to theaters too. So right. if there are some theaters that are open on Christmas Day, right. people could go to the theater and see it if they want, I suppose. But then it's opening internationally, I believe, in China on December 16th. Oh. So they're actually getting it out to theaters before it arrives on VOD, which is kind of a big deal Yeah. Uh, for another story that we'll talk about here in just a minute. Yeah, that's true. Now, in the case of Seoul, same thing, December 25th. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about it's limited. No, window. it's not. They're just okay. dropping it. They're, they have said that they're not even going to try for a theatrical release on this. I think they're hoping to generate a lot of buzz just like they did Onward, which is a fantastic movie if you yeah, guys haven't seen that one. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, this one's all about jazz. So if you're into jazz and you're looking for a new Pixar movie, uh, Disney is not charging you extra for this. It will uh, drop exclusively on Disney+. Plus, So you'll want to go and watch that. Uh, I'm super excited for December 25th because, you know, I, I don't know about you, Brian. Are you someone that goes to the movie theaters on Christmas Day? I used to, yeah. Um, probably more Thanksgiving uh, mm. than Christmas, but 
Well, no, now that I think about it, no, we've we've done we've done both probably about as much as each other. So but obviously not going this year. Especially yeah. not if we don't have to. Yay. Yeah. Exactly. In our Unless case, you can find a case, theater that will uh, rent out for you for sure, like sure. fifty bucks. But that's yeah. true. There's there's some opportunities there. But in our case, yeah. we this is something we do every Christmas. Every year we do movies. And this will be the first year where we don't do a theater. And I'm thrilled that these these two particular movies are the ones I'm gonna mm-hmm. get on Christmas Day. It's gonna be a great and, double feature. Um so Yeah, well in fact yeah, definitely. There's a, um, my wife loved the first Wonder Woman movie. And when we found out that Wonder Woman 1984 was coming, my oldest son was like, oh, mom's going to love that. I'm like, yeah, we're going to watch it on Christmas Day. And I've been uh, over the last couple of years, been saving some money and then losing some money and then saving some money to buy a big replacement for our projector and get a, just a regular television mm-hmm. screen. Mm-hmm. So I went ahead and bought the big 85 inch TV screen mm. <laughs> so that we can watch that in the home theater on December 25th. Nice. Now, if people are like 85 inch, well, my home theater screen right now is 95, mm. but 95 inch TVs either don't exist or about $10,000. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, there are some good sales for people that are looking to get a bigger screen. Uh, Walmart right now has 75 inch TVs from a bunch of different manufacturers at $850 and below. Yeah. And they're not it's, bad. Is, Some of them, yeah. like there's a wire cutter article I just read yesterday looking for best values and best performers and all that on TVs. Mm-hmm. And um, I forgot the brand. I'll have to look it up. But there's a, a TCL, I think, is the brand. Anyway, mm-hmm. they were saying like, there's no way this thing should be sub 900, yet it's like 800 and something dollars. And it's like 75 inches, really top end. You're not talking OLED, but you're talking, you know, 240 hertz 4k 4k all that stuff like uhd like all the all the features and bells and whistles you want uh for under a thousand dollars just insane so you're right like costco sam's club all these places are have incredible prices right now now look Um, you can have these tvs delivered to your home there's no reason for anybody to go out on black friday and try to do a black friday sale you can get that stuff delivered to your home so don't go to Black Friday sales. God, no. There won't Do be. Not there'll be zero social distancing, and there probably will be very, very little mask use. Well, the weird thing was, I thought that Walmart and other places had canceled their Black Friday sales. Like, back in July, I said, we're not going to do Black Friday in-store yeah. events. And now they're saying, oh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and do them. It's like, yeah, I think what they, and, and I might be wrong on this, but I think they were saying, yeah, we're just not going to open on Thanksgiving. We'll open on Friday, mm. but not on Thanksgiving. I think. Yeah. Because Tristan's known for a while. He's going to have to work the day after. Oh, geez. Uh, I, my whole thing is, uh, I did the math. There is precisely negative 13 chance that I'll go anywhere on Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, I just saw so everyone else, you can do your own math, but that's how mine, that's how the numbers fell out for me. Negative. So if you're looking for some movies, for Thanksgiving, if you're wanting to not wait until uh, December 25th to get your movies, uh, there is a new movie that's out, and I forget, I think it's on all services. It's called Mortal. It's already out now, mm. uh, but it's about an American who goes to a Scandinavian country, I forget which one, and suddenly he starts developing uh, electric powers in this small town. So there's a little superhero vibe on that. Uh, for I heard people about to check that. out. The I heard that was supposed mutants. to be cool. Yeah, good. good yeah, decent. it looks really cool. I've seen the trailer. I haven't. I haven't dropped the money for that. But that is something that went direct to VOD. New okay. Mutants finally arrived, mm-hmm. uh, November seventeenth this past week. I think Brian, you saw it in a, in the theater. I saw it in the theater with uh, like six other people in the whole theater, mm-hmm. and um, I feel like it is the some of the best casting that um, Fox has ever done with any mutant property. Really? Yes. Really some good casting. casting. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad movie, but it's not a good movie. Right. It's not a bad movie. I'll say it's better than it's better than Apocalypse, Dark Phoenix, and uh, yes, I would agree with you there. Yeah, 
any of the most recent, uh, probably everything since um, First Class. Do we still have yeah. any idea why we think it took so freaking long to happen, like, to get out? Well, they had, to, they had to do a lot of tweaking to make it make sense and then go back into a lot of reshoots. Okay. It just seems like it turned out okay enough that it makes me wonder what was really so wrong with it. But maybe that's what they yeah. fixed, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Movies are hard. Uh, I know this. Didn't you guys just do a uh, Mel Gibson movie on, on uh, Film Sack this week? We did. Yeah, it was Maximum Madness Maximum or man, something. Man of the Max. Mel, Maximum Man, I think. Oh. Yeah. Max, ma- Mad Mel. Mad Mel, Maximum. Maxim, the Maximum Man in Melbourne. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you can see Mel, uh, Mel Gibson again this holiday season in the movie Fat Man. I've heard good things about this, by the way. Where he plays Chris Kringle. Who is being stalked by a girl or a person who gave him a lump? Uh, gave uh, he gave a lump of coal to yeah. when they were younger, and yeah. now it's revenge time. Yeah, really. Yeah. And, okay. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, ah, uh, Boyd Crowder. Uh, oh. Uh, uh, it's his name. Yeah. Uh, Walton Goggins. Walton, Walton Goggins, Goggins is yeah, the, is Goggins a hit, is the hitman yeah. that's supposed to go try to take really? out. Uh, yeah, it, I've heard like legit good things about this. Like, okay, all right. Yeah. Now I'm now I'm much more interested. Yeah, this is <laughs> also released by Saban Films, which are the people that uh, used to release the Power Rangers stuff. Oh well, then now Brian's totally in. He's totally yeah. in there. So that comes out on <laughs> that comes out on November twenty fourth. Yeah, and then if you're still all dead set and you didn't hear us talking about, don't go to Black Friday sales. And if you're still dead set on going to a theater, if there is a theater near you, on November 25th, The Crude's A New Age arrives in theaters. Mm. And this is where the other big story comes into place, because that's released by Universal Pictures. Yeah. And you may remember when Universal released a Trolls 2 World Tour, how AMC just went ballistic and said, we will never run another Universal movie in our theaters <laughs> ever again. Yeah, yeah. Right, yes. Yeah. Well, uh, apparently... Uh, Universal has reached a deal with AMC, Regal, and I believe Cinemark that, and again, this is in the situation that movie theaters are in. They've negotiated that from now on, even when theaters reopen, Universal will be able to release their movies 17 days after it opens in theaters, direct to to VOD, which changes that window from, I think it was 90 days to 30 days after theaters. Yeah. This is 17 17? days Mm. after the opening day. Unless you got to put a little asterisk here, mm-hmm. unless the movie makes fifty million dollars the first weekend, mm-hmm. which means that the release will then be pushed back to thirty days after release, which gives movie theaters five weekends to make money off of that stuff. Okay, interesting. Now it's going to kill. It's going to kill the one dollar theaters for people that rely on one dollar theaters for Universal Picture stuff. Yeah, yeah. And when do they? But uh, I haven't been to a one dollar theater in so long. I assume they'll still exist. They're still around, right? Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Yep. Sure. Okay. All right. Uh, well, so that that's coming yeah, up. So yeah. you won't yeah. get your superhero, you won't get your big MCU project uh, properties or anything like that. But in, in, well, that's Universal, and and oh, if they've got a big oh, yeah. superhero thing, um, yeah, true, you know, yeah. they've got the Fast and the Furious, they've got um, the monster movies, they've got what else does Universal have? Oh, Jurassic your, Park. But your um, but your potential Oscar movies, those usually don't make that much money in the first weekend. So yeah. it might be like, all right, these are these are good ones to to maybe. Uh, uh, to see at home that's cool i really like that that idea yeah so i'm getting conflicting dates on when this will actually drop on your vod it will either be december 12th which would be 17 days after november 25th 
or it's going to drop on December 25th, also on Christmas Day with the other movies that we've already mentioned. Mm. Okay. How about this freaky movie? This is one I'm interested in. This one looks a lot of fun. Now, everyone loves the big slasher movies, right? Yeah. Well, how about a slasher movie mixed with a little bit of Freaky Friday mixed with a Vince Vaughn? So Vince Vaughn is a serial killer who, uh, through some something, I think it's a cursed knife, switches bodies with a young high school girl. Sweet. And the high school girl is now in the body of the serial killer. So uh, if you're looking for this, this comes out on November 30th. I wouldn't trust Vince Vaughn. I would not trust Vince Vaughn inside the body of a teenage girl. I just wouldn't do it. (laughs) I just don't trust it. Just the the phrasing of that. Vince Vaughn inside the body of a teenage girl. Um, uh, I can't wait to watch that for Film Sacked in about... Uh, six months. Yeah, it sounds like a movie you don't have to wait six months. You could do it like um, on no, November thirtieth. I'm just saying we'll wait. We'll we'll, we'll watch it on uh, <laughs> for film sack. The to- the pre the the buzz on this is pretty strong though. People like yeah, it. Yeah, it, it so, got a lot of really? it got a lot of praise. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. If uh, they do it right, maybe it'll be good. Uh, yep. Uh, uh, finally, uh, well, two more. Uh, so, News of the World will debut in theaters on December twenty fifth. If you want to go to a theater and see it. But if you're someone who doesn't live in the United States, uh, Netflix bought the international rights and they're releasing it on December 25th. Oh, wow. Wait, Tenant? No. No. Oh, news, news of the world. world. Oh, News of the World. Sorry. News of the World's happening on the on the 25th. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. So may, so uh, uh, Netflix has also got a card in the game on Christmas Day. That's interesting. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. Now, again, you need to either have your uh, VPN service uh, cranked up and tuned to a country that has Netflix uh, so you can watch this if you want to watch it uh, internationally or you can go to the movie theater on December 25th very uh, interesting the final one. can't wait I, I, yeah, it looks I, really good. Paul Greengrass one of my favorite directors and he doesn't do enough work so whenever he does I get super excited about it and it's a damn western and Tom Hanks is old and grizzled in it and I'm ready just mm-hmm. bring it to me now I'm ready let's go yeah <laughs> Uh, finally, Tenet, uh, did, it did have a theatrical release. It did have a worldwide release. It only made $353 million worldwide against a $205 million budget, which means that the movie has still lost money at this point yeah. because one way to estimate budgets is to take whatever the published budget is or the estimated budget is and double it because of all the advertising that needs to go in. So that would put it at about $410 million. It's made $353 million. Christopher Nolan says he's happy with that. I'm not sure Warner Brothers is uh, super excited about that. Did you hear, uh, that's him, did you hear what he said 15th. about Batman? Did you catch that quote that he I don't, out I there? He said, <laughs> he said, you know, one of the problems with my run or any run of Batman is nobody's really spent any time sh- uh, talking about Batman's origin story. <laughs> <laughs> Are you he kidding me? Joking. He has to have been That's joking. That's what I thought, but everybody says he said it like seriously and didn't show any sign of like sardonic anything. Which, oh by the way, God. in 2020, everyone's either lying or isn't. But in his case, yeah. like, if he really means that, he's an insane person. If yeah. he if he's joking, it's pretty funny. So yeah. either way, you win, I guess. Nice job. We had a we had a movie that uh, won an Oscar. That uh, wasn't even up, didn't even have the word Batman in the title that had Batman's <laughs> origins in it. Mm-hmm. Yep. It yep. Did. That has to be. That's, it's the Wilhelm scream of Batman movies. You're going to show it every time. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. Got to see those pearls hitting the pavement. And- yes. Oh, it's always oh, with the pearls. Oh, December shit. 15th is when Tenet arrives. So that's just a couple of weeks away. So that's, you know, that's before everything else. Now, keep in mind. All of these that I've mentioned release theatrically, mm-hmm. even though it's maybe not a wide release because so many theaters are closed down. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, um, uh, News of the World, uh, 
I think Fat Man did have a limited release already. The Crudes, these all now are Oscar contenders in a year where there are so few Oscar exactly. contender movies. Yeah, that's that's the only reason I can think of why they're doing the theatrical release as well is just so mm-hmm. that they can have some great competition in a very competition-free year for yeah. movies. So we may be looking at uh, Oscar award-winning Wonder Woman 1984, Oscar award-winning The Crudes, A New Age. Wow. <laughs> the Crudes well, finally you know, get their their thing. That's good. Yeah, I mean, it certainly could get the uh, the the best animated film, mm-hmm, although mm-hmm. Uh, Soul gets... Did you say Soul's also getting it's theater? It's not getting a theatrical. It's They're not getting it completely. Theater. There you go. Wow, yep. that takes a major mm-hmm. monolith out of the way. Yep, for yeah. sure. And I, I mean, the... the the pre-buzz on that is nothing but praise. So I'm yeah. really excited to see it. Um, one final thing here. So everyone right now is basking in the weekly glow that is the Mandalorian oh. and enjoying it. And Scott, you you guys need to watch the newest episode. It is so good. We watched it three times already. I'm watching it today. I'm stoked. Um, I'm very stoked, actually, to see if, this If thing. you like macaroons, I would have some handy. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Don't know yeah, where, interesting. Yes, don't know where that. But don't, but don't need too many of them. No, no, try, no, no, try no, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. Uh, I'll remember that while I'm watching it. But, but uh, this does have an end. Uh, when do we get the final? Uh, when's the oh, season? Oh, sad face. The holidays are not going to be so great for all of your streaming services mm. stuff because Mandalorian, the final episode of season two, drops on December 18th. Oh, man, <laughs> only six episodes in this season. I, uh, which I, I think. Yeah, there was more than that last season. Right? Wait, yeah, why? There are there only there six to- six total episodes? I, I want to say because of a coronavirus, perhaps. We should have rioting in the streets. This is too. This is not enough. We need more and than if six. You, if you did see the last one with Katie Sackhoff, I don't know if you've seen that one yet. Uh, I'm not going to tell you who she plays or anything like that, but you're, I'm sure you'll have a lot of questions. But if you saw the episode with Katie Sackhoff, she drops a major name of a character that uh, Mando needs to go and see. Mm-hmm. My guess is that's your final episode where she steps out of the shadows and says, it is me. And then uh, season three will have her in it more than just a brief cameo. That's my guess. Yeah, now okay. I don't know for sure. Okay. No, but, but I think that's guess. a good prediction. Yes. Cause there, it, it feels like there is a path that they're going down. Mm-hmm. They're making some stops along that path. But uh, I think that that is the path that they're, that they're heading towards. Yeah. Yep. Do we get into, do, was there an appearance in this latest one from uh, the Chicken King, uh, um, El Pollo Loco? Uh, what's his name? In the most recent <laughs> episode, want, yes. Do you want a spoiler? Okay, yes. <laughs> if Steven's going to say it. Yeah. It just took a long time for him to show up in the season, and I'm just excited to see also, him. Yeah. Also, Kim's Convenience gets another big uh, oh, he does. appearance. Oh, yeah. I have good news on that front, although I think I'm not allowed to say anything yet. And also, uh, Saturday Night Live uh, alumni... Uh, <laughs> make an yeah. appearance i might yeah. have a let's just say in december i might have a really cool interview lined up let's just say that no i won't spoil what no. it is it may be related to what you were just saying we'll see uh anyway that's it for all that stuff boy that's a lot that's a lot of content coming for people who are going to be kind of trapped it's hey again let me just tell the story real quick sorry no go ahead uh for okay. as long as i've known my wife which is 17 years we've been married for 15 years ever since i've known my wife Every Thanksgiving, we go and spend Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with her parents. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This was the hardest year for that conversation with her and her mom, where, the, where they both had to say, we're not doing Thanksgiving together this year. Yeah. Because we know that if we come in and see you, there's a good chance that you will get coronavirus, and we don't want you to die. Yeah. So my wife is crying. My mother-in-law is crying. But we know that we have to make this sacrifice so that we can spend Christmas yeah. with 
loved ones so that we can spend next Thanksgiving with loved ones. And so I'm asking people, if you want to have a Merry Christmas, if you want to have a happy holiday, it is in your best interest not to travel for Thanksgiving. That's yeah. my own personal opinion, not uh, Morning Stream in endorsed, but that is my opinion. And I'm just asking people to please don't go travel. Well, I yeah. concur. And I would also say, save it up because next year, hopefully we've got vaccines all kicked in. Everybody's doing, you know, it's just a whole different world. When that happens, have double a Thanksgiving. Go nuts. Right. Lose your mind. Two have the biggest turkeys. party ever. Exactly. Just go, go crazy. pumpkin pies. Yeah, so, exactly. So, so do if that. You, if you bypass doing anything that might endanger your loved one's lives this year, you'll have a better chance of having a really good time with them next year. Damn straight. Yeah. So, And you'd really like to be with them next year and not have some freakish thing. Because it happens to people. Yeah, and you don't. You definitely don't want Thanksgiving to be a bad memory going forward where, oh, this is the one where we gave grandma or we gave mom yeah. or we gave dad. Ah, shoot, dad died this died. year. Wasn't that unfortunate? Yeah, but we really wanted to have that freaking casserole together. Like, come mm -hmm. on. <laughs> yeah, green, green bean casserole is not worth it. No, right. it never is. Never, it's not even worth it in non-COVID like, years. It's never worth yeah. it. All right. Um, there you have it. It's uh, Stephen Schleicher. Of course, you can find his fine work and coverage and content over there at Majorspoilers.com. That includes a ton of podcasts and stuff. Stephen, anything on tap right now people should be checking out? Uh, I am currently scheduling uh, the trade paperbacks that we are going to review next year on the Major Spoilers podcast. I'm about halfway done. And uh, let's just say Star Trek has had many, many crossovers with a lot of other properties and we'll be visiting most of those in 2021. Oh, nice. So if you're a Star Trek fan, uh, yeah, definitely start listening to the Major Spoilers podcast. I am a Star Trek fan. I will listen to that show. Uh, Steven Schleicher, everybody. Major Spoilers on Twitter. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Bye now. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Brian, I have one thing to play before the show ends. Okay. All right. Oh, it is a mashup. So it's a Monday it's morning mashup. It's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be. This one's called Jawsy Shark. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't have any context, so we're just going to find out for yeah. ourselves while everyone else does. Enjoy. Despicato. Despicato. Uh, well, anyway. It's the title, but it's not dough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot of the stuff when I was younger, I was doing to myself, and it wasn't really a trend, so I can't count that. Pikachu, Pikachu, Pikachu. Pika. I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. Pikachu, Pikachu. I am Groot. <laughs> Pikachu, Pikachu. Worst debate ever, and that says something. Yeah. It took four years for Baby Shark to ascend to the top of U2's most played shark, uh, char chart, Baby Shark. The plague has come. Let us soothe ourselves by singing a round of Baby Shark. What do you say? Odd duel. Regale us with another version of Baby Shark, please. Come in here, please. Come in. The bard. My kingdom needs a salve of sorts, and perhaps your playing of Baby Shark will do it. Is it wasted drink? I bring it home, we drink it. Uh, the drink reportedly smelled like was alcohol. Going to drive the liquor store, but landfill was closer. <laughs> nobody nobody claims it, I think. It's too much hassle to go all the way in town to get to. Jeez. Wow. Don't be drinking your dump drinks. Don't do it. The home was put on the market by Judy and Cor Corcoran. Cor <laughs> I don't know. The Corcoran? It was put on the market in July. Oh, why did I say Judy? Shit. <laughs> Philip, what is this dried disc on my hand, Philip? Philip! It's like a light blue raisin stuck to my finger. Philip, would you remove it for me, Philip? Philip! Is this a tiny condom? What is? Is this a prophylactic? Philip, I don't want any more of your advances. I've told you this, Philip! 
<laughs> it's uh, 1998's huge hit, Guy Steals a Thing. You nailed it. That's it. Guy Did Steals I... a Thing. No. Oh, hot alien lesbians. Awesome. Ooh. Oh. And the German Kleiner Heil, which is Little Shark. Bigger boat. Do, 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 do. Bigger boat. Do, 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 do. We'll need a bigger boat. boat. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Do do do. Quinn's drunk again. Do 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 do. Quinn's drunk again. Do 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 do. Tell us about the boat. Do 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 do. He was on by the electrical cord. Do 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 do. Electrical cord. Do 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 do. Billy, get out of the water. Do 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 do. Killing me. You were killing me. That was a that was a good one. <laughs> I forgot about all that. Uh, that was awesome. Well done, Jamie. I don't know if he's here today, but uh, Jamie always knocking out of the park. And if you haven't checked him out on the last two film sacks, and then we'll do a third one this week. Uh, he's done these compilations of the Brian prom date bit oh, that we do. Great in great. chronological prom date order. Not in not in the date that we recorded him order, but the date that the events of my prom night happened. Yeah. Pre-prom, pre-prom, during prom, and then after you took her home or while you were taking her home, like separated in that way, which is crazy because that spread all over the last 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. And he figured out how to do that. I don't know. He's an insane person then. Completely talented and crazy. And we well, he's Canadian. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Money with holes in it. What are you going to do? All right. We're going to take our leave. Thank you all for being here. Oh, I'm going to stream some WoW later uh, when Shadowlands hits. St- mm. You know, servers willing. We don't. We don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Get in that queue now, Scott. Yeah, I may as well get in early. But it's uh, what four our time it hits. I think four p.m. our time. I believe is right. Yeah, and uh, I'm I'm going to be jumping. I'm getting all my work done beforehand so that I can do exactly the same thing. Same. I want to be totally caught up so that I can play some play some Shadowlands. So that's happening yeah. today. It's a worldwide launch. So for for those uh, you know in the EU and stuff, they are that's Tuesday for them. Uh, mm-hmm. For us, it's today, and uh, it's all happening simultaneously, which means it could possibly be a bit of a mess. But we'll we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Possibly, we it will be a mess. I mean, there'll uh, be there'll be there'll be queue lines. I'll I'll be there for your streamed queue lines, Scott. Yeah, that'll be really entertaining. I can promise. Four hundred and sixty-two people in the queue ahead of you. <laughs> Sit very tightly, and then at the end, when it says "Sorry, lost connection," be mad and scream. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Anyway, we'll see how it goes. Uh, oh, a text from my wife. Let's just quickly check in here. Um, uh, some went UPS. Okay, that's fine. UPS is fine. Uh, all right. Uh, well, that's it then. Uh, we are done with the show. Big thanks to everybody who supports this show. And uh, despite our uh, being missing last week, we still are an incredible deal. Even if you paid a dollar a month, you're still you got like mm-hmm. an insane amount of value for the month of November already. If you haven't already bellied up over there, go check it out. Patreon.com slash TMS. Lots of extras and bonuses and things you can get. Many flavors that you can get. Over at <laughs> patreon.com slash TMS. That's we right. are at frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. If you're trying to request a song for Brian to play, if you're trying to get uh, feedback or whatever, or whatever you're trying to do, find our Twitter accounts. It's all there. The morning stream at gmail.com. All right. I think okay. we're done. Do you have a song? Let's go. Let's get I have it. a song. Let's play the song. Uh, we talked about this song a couple weeks ago when I gave my recommendal for the Colin Hay documentary, um, which is still fantastic and still I highly recommend it. it's on Amazon Prime and it's called um hey. we'll have to search for Colin oh, Hay. It's not Hey, I'm Brian. Yeah. Nope. That's not hey, Colin. I'm Colin Hay. Yeah. Uh anyway, Kurzog wrote in and said Alec Bale 
or Bailey, the bassist for Leftover Crack and Choking Victim, passed away last week. Not only would this make a great tribute, but there can never be enough ska covers. Oh, and Brian, no. Ska bands don't have to have horns. You should know this after the Interrupters soundography episode. Oh, he's right. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. That, uh, that, uh, yeah, um, we did the Interrupters. They don't have horns. They are a ska band. This is absolutely true. Uh, all right. So this is his request for cover of Minute Works Down Under. They call it Land Down Under, but they included it on their album Leftover Leftover Crack from 2018. Here is Leftover Crack and their song Land Down Under. See you guys tomorrow for another morning stream. Show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this 
at frogpants.com. Sometimes Andy becomes lazy and uses a foot. <laughs>